on this first Friday of Lent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Praga, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says, You fool, will be liable to fiery Shehena. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him, otherwise your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. We still have so much to learn from Jesus. We still have so much to listen to in order to keep growing. It's marvelous to realize that our learning experiences are unlimited. In fact, the challenge is to realize that when it comes to God's love, there is no limit. Humility is the limit. It is to recognize that our hearts and minds are small, and there will always be something else to listen to and to learn. The other day I was speaking with a dentist and recalling my dental checkups when an image came to my mind that could be helpful in this reflection. Did you realize that when we are the dentist and he talks to us, we can't reply because our mouth is full of equipment and we can only listen? Doesn't it make you feel a bit helpless to realize that you can't get a word in edgeways? Well, that is the feeling we should experience when listening to the word of God on a daily basis. We should be left open-mouthed. We should be taken aback and we should only listen and nourish ourselves with the simple things that surround us. When we are put to the test, when in pain, when in the desert of our everyday lives, when circumstances conspire against us, I think it's a good idea to take this attitude, remaining silent and listening to what God has to teach us. God speaks to us when we have succumbed to temptation. And that is when listening is much better than speaking. Jesus walked through his desert both at the beginning of his life and during his suffering on the cross, and he spoke few words. We must remain silent, but not to build up anger and to give vent to it later. Silence enables us to say the right words at the right time, to learn about the new path that is being presented before us and that we sometimes can't see 
because suffering blurs our vision. Let's move on today's glimpse of the gospel, to the first sentence that is the one that opens our hearts. When listening to God's word, it's enormously important to find the phrase, the word, or the gesture that Jesus uses to open the door to further analysis. I believe today's phrase is, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What does this mean? To put it simply, we could imagine that Jesus keeps repeating that phrase in every possible way. I tell you, if you believe that being a Christian, being my followers, being my disciples, is just following a body of rules and staying calm, you wouldn't enjoy the love that I brought into this world, the outpouring of love that fills the soul. I tell you, if you are satisfied only because you did nothing wrong and you can't see beyond, and if you don't consider how to do good to others, then you are missing the best part of the kingdom of God. I tell you, the kingdom of God means not only the time and the state of mind that we will reach once we depart from this world, but also the love relationship between God the Father, His Son Jesus, and us. When we forget this, we miss the biggest part. I tell you, Phariseeism, living faith as if it were a body of rules to be obeyed, living for ourselves only or satisfying our personal needs by doing what is right, are much more common than we can think of. I came to this world to teach you about freedom and to teach you how to live forward in faith, otherwise you'll miss the best part. I tell you, if you believe that holiness, justice and being agreeable to God are traits that you gradually develop due to your own personal effort, you'll never experience the joy of being saved, the joy of being given the strength of heaven to fulfill the commandments out of love and freedom, and not by calculating so much. To conclude, I tell you, we must ask for all of this. We must ask for this grace if we are feeling stuck in stale faith, if we have no strength, if our faith feels suffocated because we don't truly understand what being a Christian means, either because we weren't taught properly or because we never got it. I tell you, if we ask for the grace, our Father will grant it. Remember that as children of God, nothing that we ask of our Father will be denied if it is for our own good. Don't forget that, as children of God and as brothers and sisters in Christ, we must never reject anyone in thought, word, deed or omission. If we are still doing it, it would mean that we are still stuck in observing a body of rules. It would mean that our ego enjoys looking at nothing but itself. It would mean that we can be at peace because we are not so bad. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.